What it do, baby? What it do? This episode is not uh, brought to you by uh, Kawhi Leonard. I wish it was, but it's not. And um, welcome to episode eight of Just Another Knicks Fan. Um, here's your host, Jack F. And you know, today I think I've come across one of the most interesting sports beef and potential history of all time. You know, normally it's artists versus an athlete or vice versa or athlete versus athlete. You know, but for the first time, I think I've seen a situation where it's potentially man versus machine. And what I mean by that is... uh. Uh, Ronnie 2K, he was, you know, called, um, talking smack about, uh, DeMarcus Cousins. And DeMarcus Cousins caught wind of it. And, you know, he responded back with a gif, which I thought was pretty funny. And I, I see about five potential outcomes. And... You know, the first thing I thought about is what if this was, you know, fake beef so that there could be more eyes on this 2K tournament that might actually happen and transpire where you're going to watch athletes, you know, players themselves in a video game. It's not a bad idea, you know. We don't got much to do out here anyways. And, uh, and I was also thinking, is, does that include all the players on the team? Like even the 13th man or the 12th man? You just got to sit there with a controller in their hand, and you know, how does that work? Um, obviously, there's no one interested. But, um, yeah, I see about five scenarios of how this beef with um, Ronnie 2K and Marcus Cousins could play out. You know, the first thing I will not be surprised about is if, you know, Marcus Cousins is on the cover of 2K21. You know, even though he didn't play it all last year, and, uh... Everybody's gonna be confused, like, yo, why isn't it Giannis? You know, he's been, he's gonna be the back-to-back MVP. Why doesn't he get the uh, cover of 2K? Or, or like, you know, on April 4th, they're gonna announce the Hall of Fame class with Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, and um, the late great Kobe Bryant. Like, why, why can't they get the cover? Um, but if you've seen what had transpired on Ronnie 2K's live, you know, we called the Mark's cousin a dick. Um, that shit was pretty funny, first and foremost. Just the way he said it very nonchalantly. You know, and I think he, he was uh, backtracking his statements. You know, which I think is a good idea. It's, you know, good idea for business because, you know, he's part of someone you do business with. So, you know, there that goes. And um, if that's what it takes to squash the beef, you know, I say, I say by all means do it. You know, the second scenario I see is uh, Boogie Cousins, you know, catches another suspension. And, you know, we never really know why what happens. And, and or, or Ronnie's missing for a while. Like, we don't know where he went, you know. And, and that could be another scenario that I see. Uh, another scenario that I see is uh, the beef is not squashed, Marcus Cousins. Gets a rating of 57 in 2K. And all of a sudden, you know, he can't buy a basket with him. 
You know, he might be at 57 being hurt, you know, with the, the quad messed up and the ACL torn, but he's not on 57 when he's healthy. You know, um, the fourth scenario that I see is NBA Live is on and popping again all of a sudden. You know, NBA Live is taking over again because none of the NBA players decide to rock out with 2K because of, uh, you know, Ronnie calling out Boogie Cousins, you know. Um, and I'm pretty sure the first thing that Boogie's thought, Boogie Cousins thought about was probably when he scored 55, I forgot, against two. And he kept saying, it's getting ridiculous out there. It's getting ridiculous. It's getting ridiculous. That video was funny. You know, um, I watched that video about twice a week when I want to laugh. Because sometimes she get depressing out here, you know. Um, but uh, but Boogie Cousin did fire back with a meme, a meme elite. Pardon me, an elite meme. And it was just some gangster dude, you know, just saying you don't fucked up. And that was it, right to the point. But, uh, you know, since we all talking about Boogie Cousins and this man versus machine beef, you know, I don't even know how it would be settled. Like... Would it be one-on-one -on, -one on the court? Even though Boogie Cousins is going to win that. But what if it's one-on-one -on -one in 2K? You know, you're playing against the creator. I don't think that's fair either. And uh, I don't even think a fight in the ring is a good idea. You know, there got to be a different way to handle the situation. But, you know, hopefully it's not even that serious and it's already resolved. Uh, but, you know, I've seen some funny IG comments about uh, Ronnie should focus on cricket. You know, it's all good. I'm Indian too, so I, I found that pretty funny. So it's nothing offensive. But, yo, this should be a cricket 2K. You know, I thought that'd be pretty cool. You know, cricket is a worldwide sport. You know, whatever country, whatever sports are not cool in America, it's usually cool everywhere else. Um, like soccer or cricket. Um, I'm missing one sport. But, yeah, you know, soccer and cricket, they're not cool in America, but they're cool everywhere else. Uh, and, and, you know, that's another way to, I guess, you know, expand his revenue and shit. But, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, NBA Live is, is on and popping again. But, um, you know, NBA Live was pretty cool, man, from at least until 2004. I think it was Vince Carter was on that cover. You know, 05 was cool, mellow. I think the last live that was like, you know what, it's not on and popping anymore was probably after Tracy McGrady or Gilbert Arenas. So, well, I think Gilbert Arenas was the last live that I had. So, whichever year was Gilbert Arenas on live was the last one that I had. And after that, it was just all 2K after that, you know. Um, yeah, it was just 2K after that, but, you know, everything has its run. But the cool thing about 2K was, you know, Iverson was like the spokesperson. He was the main draw from 2K, 2K to 2K4. You know, I thought that was popping. You know, I feel like he's overdue a cover at some point, you know, because he was a face of 2K. And, you know, at one point he was the most popular player in the NBA. So he did help generate a lot of sales for 2K. So hopefully, you know, 2K21 or 22 or 23 or 24, you know, since back on the cover again because he definitely deserves that. And, um... You know, back to Boogie. I think he's had a tough three-year stretch for any human being. 
you know, after he, you know, tore his Achilles, uh, going for a rebound. I forgot against who. Um, that injury basically cost him about, you know, $245 million. And I don't care how rich you are. You know, losing $245 million is tough for anybody. You know, that shit got to hurt. You know, plus, during that season, he looked better than AD to me personally. I could be wrong. But from what I saw, you know, he looked better than AD to me. He looked a little bit more hungry. But maybe that was AD letting Cousins, you know, get uh, acquainted with the Pelicans and let him know this is his team as much as that is his AD's team. So it could, that could have played a factor. But either way, it was unfortunate because it looked like they were just finding themselves together. They just found their niche. They was finding how to pick their spots. And you know, I feel like they were just peaking at the right time. You know, and unfortunately he got hurt, you know, um, yeah, you know, this was tough because, you know, he worked his whole life, his whole career was to get into that position where he earned himself. Keyword, he did earn himself a $245 million contract. You know, he, he deserved that much. And, um, well, that's what they're paying, so, you know, he deserved it. I know he didn't go into the playoffs as a, as a member of the Sacramento Kings, but um, I don't think it was all his fault. You know, I don't think the Kings should have ever fired... Mike Malone, but unfortunately they did. You know, every single time I think about the Sacramento Kings, I think about Lloyd Banks. I mean, he says, my team in the cut, packing metal things that had us more foreign shooters than the Sacramento Kings. But because they had Pager, they had Divac, Scott Pollard. They had a squad out there, man. They should have won in 2 but, you know, shit happens. But, yeah, so now, you know, he loses $245 million. And that's tough. That's tough. You know, I heard probably from the same sources you guys heard from that the Pelicans did offer him a two-year, $40 million extension. But, um, you know, maybe he didn't feel like they believed him in enough, you know. At the same time, the Achilles injury is pretty serious. But that's still tough to to take in that you're basically taking a $200 million loss. Then you go from a $200 million loss to a $240 million loss after you decide to sign with the Warriors. And not to mention, you know, all the hate that was going to come with that. And, you know, it did come with a lot of hate. But, you know, I didn't think he would even play that season. I think he would probably just, you know, use it to, to for rehab purposes. And, you know, just got the ring off the checklist. But, um, you know, that's when Steve Steve Kerr... You know, he was talking this shit like, yeah, you know, get him the ring and get him up out of here. But, you know, Steve Kerr, man, he's been a part of a lot of great dynasties from the Bulls, one with the Spurs, one with the Warriors. You know, um, Steve Kerr's resume should just write ring collector. You know, that's all he's done. Man's got maybe five or five, five or six rings with the Bulls. Got three with the Spurs. Got three with the Warriors. Like, yo, man, if I'm any NBA team, I, I think Steve Kerr's good luck. Like, just look at this shit, man. Like, yo. One with the Bulls, one with the Spurs. Yeah, he's been in some great situations. Greg Pop, Phil Jack, and them. Uh, Curry. 
and Clay and you know some great understanding superstars and all that. But oh, like you gotta have some you know good luck magic with them. That even in this trash ass season the Warriors is having, like fucking they they know how to lose properly. Like you got Curry and Clay healing, and in the process you might get a number one pick. And now the season might be canceled, so now Curry and Clay got more time to heal. Like, this is crazy. Like, Curry's a blessed dude, man. But he seemed like a good dude, too, because I like the fact that um, Mark Jackson, I mean, Steve Kerr always gave Mark Jackson his credit. You know, he didn't say he always did it his way, like, oh, I just did it my way. You know, um, he did what a lot of people should normally do. You know, keep keep the good things that the previous coach had done and and add the necessary changes. You know, a lot of times, you know, even this company needs it, like making wholesale changes. And then they even stopped doing from what was working. So, you know, Steve Kerr, you know, got a little swaggy. And unfortunately, you know, it didn't work out for the for the Warriors that were all boogie cousins. Then he got hurt again. I think in the first game of the playoffs. And that was like his first playoff game ever, I think. Like, that's tough. Like, how you just, after eight years, play your first playoff game. Excuse me. And then you just tear your quad up. And uh, much respect for coming back and playing through the injury, you know, in the NBA Finals. You know, that was just passion and pride, you know, kicking in. Because he looked like he could barely get off the ground. And he was still busting ass, you know. Like, that was impressive. Like, we all knew he was maybe 40% healthy. But he was still giving 11 points here and 15 points there off of just... Pure will, you know. So it was unfortunate. A lot of people were like, "Hey, that's what you get, cousins." Uh, and I thought that was very unfortunate. That was rude, you know. Sometimes, you know, we gotta look at people as human beings, you know. But then the thing with his son's wedding, no, his wedding and his son wasn't able to make it. That was a tough one. You know, you know, once the media or or the reputation established about you is. It's just easy to get God, I guess. And, and and that situation happened. I'm guess I'm just happy, you know, that hasn't escalated anywhere that far. And then even after all that happened, now he signs to the Lakers. You know, it's it's like, oh man, Lakers gonna be looking scary. I mean, they already got LeBron and A D. And it was like, ooh, Boogie Cousins and A D reuniting. And then on the last play of a pickup game, you know, Cousins tore his ACL again. I was like, damn, this dude is going through a rough stretch. You know, um, like that's a tough stretch I just explained to you guys. And then, you know, then I saw him on the podcast with um, Matt Barnes and Steve Jack. And it was asking him, hey, man, how does it feel to be a Laker? You know, he was, you know, seemed pretty happy. And that was good to hear, good to see. You know, it's just letting them know how much, you know, pull you get by just being a Laker. And a week or two later, maybe even less, you know, that he got released from the Lakers. Um, as a Knicks fan, uh, do I think we should take a flyer on him? I would. I would. I, I would sign him for a two-year deal because, you know, he has that attitude, that grit that New Yorkers gravitate towards. So I know if he's playing bad, I can see it on the TV. You know, I like it when 
someone is even when they play it bad, but they're showing that they care. It's much easier to appreciate when someone's playing bad and look like they don't care. Like, hey man, I'm getting my check anyway, so it's all good. I don't like that shit. But if you show me that you care, I'm okay with it, man. I think you could bring that attitude to the locker room. You know, sort of bring what Marcus Morris did. You know, sometimes it's bad if you played. You know, the effort was there. And that's what us Knicks fans really ask for is the effort. So I think Cousins will bring that, you know. And I think, I don't know if New York is the best place for a new star after everything he's been through. But, you know, the media might be tough on him, but. The fans going to give him great support. Now, I will say that. So, I don't know. Like I said, I'll take the flyer on Boogie Cousins. You know. But, um, you know, cause, you know, Boogie Cousins did have some funny moments, though. You know, um, when he looked at KD after he joined the Warriors and just shook his head and kept walking. thought that shit was pretty funny. thought that was funny. And, you know, like I said, when he said, it's getting ridiculous. It, it's It's getting ridiculous. And he had 55 that game. You know. You know you're a baller when you get fake ejected. They review the tape. I never really seen them review the tape on a technical foul in game. They usually rescind a technical like the next day or the day afterwards. But Boogie Cousins is such a baller that they had to review the technical foul right then and there. Put the dude back. And won the fucking game. You know. So... That was my take on the Ronnie 2K slash Boogie Cousin situation. You know, I hope it gets resolved. But she was low-key funny as well. And um, as far as, you know, everyone else in the universe, man, hope you guys stay safe, stay protected. And um, let's keep hoping for the best. Thank you guys for tuning in. And I'm going to sign out.